guys. Welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 75. Okay, Lauren, the people who are out there jogging in the 115 degree heat, what are they trying to prove? I don't even know. That is so funny you say that because every time I see them, I'm like, you're going to die. Yeah. What are they thinking? What are they thinking? And is it actually physically possible? (laughs) Like, or did they just get to the corner to the corner and they go inside? I I mean, it is like record heat here, people. It is Hades outside. It is so, so hot right now. It's like freakish. And I can't believe I do still see once in a while during the day, not even like a 6 a.m. call, like at 10.30, 10.30, noon. 1.30. 1.30. There's someone jogging along and I'm like, no. Like, like, good for you. What good. are you trying yeah. to prove? Good for you. Unless like you're like training. Slow clap. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just, I, do, I don't think it's healthy. Oh. I like don't, I don't recommend that. I don't see why would anyone would do that. I don't think they're going to survive. I know. For do they any, make it home? For Yeah. For anybody who does not live here in Arizona, it's next level this year. Yeah. Like, it actually was news this week that it's the hottest year on record. On record. 2020 has done it again for us. Like, I, know. I mean, the curse of 2020. So we are, like, having record-breaking heat this summer consecutively. We haven't had, like, our stormy monsoon season. We have no relief right now wait we need to literally do a rain dance i was just saying to george like we need like the prayers like come together rain dance like we need a storm so bad is that what that was for a rain dance i don't well, know that was like in in the native american culture like that was a thing that's like, what they did it rain, for they did a dance for the rain to come oh my to gosh feed the you know rain the yeah. cro- on the crops and provide oh. and we need that it is like freakish outside it's horrible like it just puts me in a bad mood every single day oh absolutely it does and I mean I'm used to this heat and I I mean I'm I probably would pick 105 day over like a 15 degree snowy day somewhere else but this is like really bad but I will say in our defense like even the Salt Lake area is at 100 degrees. Are they? Cali- parts of California are like 105. So it's no. like a West Coast heat wave. Like it's bad. Oh, that does yeah. make me feel a little yeah. bit better. Oh, people are like hundreds you all know, over. You know how the California people get oh, they, yeah. They're like, oh, you losers out there yeah, in Arizona. Yeah, you know? melting to death. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Oh, that's so funny. Well, speaking of um, the day-to-day, how are things at your house this week? Like, be honest, for real. Well, no, I'm just a ball of emotions. I mean, and we, I mean. Aren't we we all? Aren't we all? We talked till we're blue in the face in this. But like, yeah, it's been like a rough go, I feel like, the last... I don't know, two or three weeks. I think because we've Six just, months? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think because we've been in it for six months, mm-hmm. it's just like issue upon issue piling on like all of the emotions. And I don't know, It's it's been rough for me. I mean, I've had a few dark days like as of recent, which I feel like usually I can like see it through, but it's been rough. And like school not starting, we're still, you know, doing online schooling oh. here. I don't even know if we really touched on that much, but Arizona, most of the valley is no school, no in-person school. Everything's online. And it's pretty brutal, too. Yeah. It's, like, hard to juggle. It's hard to get anything else done. We're kind of slaves to the schedule. And it's, like, yeah, hard. It's brutal. It's hard. And then you add the heat on it. We yeah. can't even go outside and do anything. Right. The pool is too hot. They don't want to swim in the pool. Yeah. Like, I know. There's no break from the kids. I mean, even, oh my gosh, I mean, we just had this <laughs> experience at home where I know this is going to sound so absolutely stupid. What? Like, so stupid. But this was just like 
I, I, an example of how out of control I've just felt lately. Just okay. so cannot I control hear myself. It. I'm like gearing up. No, I'm, I'm moving to I, hear it's, it. It's ridiculous. So we uh, we've we agreed to watch my sister's sugar gliders. Do you know what sugar gliders are? Well, I've seen a picture yeah, of them, but explain of, it to people. They're like a truck. I think they're from the jungle. I think to be honest, but they're like these like tiny looking little squirrel things. They're like almost like those little spider monkey squirrels that can like fly with their like little wingspan. Wait, isn't there a cartoon? Do they fly? Oh yeah, they do that whole like gliding thing. No, they, wait a minute. The arms, sugar gliders fly? The arms and the legs spread out and they make like that parachute like body thing and they can glide across like surfaces. Are you for real? Yeah, that's sugar gliders. Did this thing fly across your house? No, no, uh, no, but it can like it can like it can fly from your shoulder to the floor. Shut like, up. You know, it doesn't jump like a squirrel would. It like glides because it What's that one? There's a cartoon that does it where they're like they fan out and then they look like a little like parachute. And I have no idea. Across. But I'll be totally honest. When your sister has shown us the photos of them, oh, they yeah. creep me out a little bit. No, they're kind of just rodent. They're kind of creepy. They're rodent. Yeah, they little have bit. like big eye, like these little bug eyes and mm-hmm. stuff. They have like a pretty coat and they're soft. But yeah, they're kind of weird. So anyways, she's out of town. We f- agreed to watch them for the week. I thought my kids would think it was fun, exciting. Mm-hmm. So we're not even a day in and like this yesterday morning, the kids wanted to get them out and play with them and kind of circle up around them and let them play. And I said, let's, if we are going to hold the sugar gliders, let's go in the bathroom, confined space, close the door, clean, whatever. But they're in on the living room carpet. And of course, within minutes, the sugar glider crawls away and runs away under the couch. So I had heard a horror story from my sister that this had happened to her and they could not get him out. And they kind of worried that it might crawl up the couch. Like they couldn't find it for a little while. So they thought, was it in the couch? We had to cut our couch open. Like, oh my gosh, it's going to die. Like all these things. So these are all racing through my mind. Not to mention I had a really busy day and I knew I didn't have a ton of time in the morning in general, we um, we had to do the school and stuff. So we're supposed to be like signing in. And I'm like, no, we have to get this freaking thing out yeah. of here. And we have a big L couch. It's L shape and it's like long. So I'm not kidding. I am like trying to get this guy out for like 30 to 45 minutes. Oh. And I am panicking. And it's not because I'm panicking because of my sister. Like, oh, she's going to be so mad. I just like my... It are you literally like, or are you annoyed? It's all of it. It was all of it. I was, I was stressed. I was annoyed. I could feel my like emotions inside me starting to rise. And I, at one moment I wanted, I was like kind of crying at the next moment I was just laying on the floor like oh my gosh calm down Lauren this is seriously not a big like I'm laying on the ground trying to get the thing out looking under the couch and I'm like literally like could feel the panic almost like a panic attack feeling honestly like enraging in me and I'm like this is so pathetic Lauren get a hold of yourself it's not the end of the world but I think the fact that they did not listen to me. I think the fact that we're dealing with this, I'm losing two hours of my morning. The fear mm. of what if we don't get it back and out and it ruins the couch or he dies or well, gets did lost. you get it out? We did. We did. So I called in for reinforcements. Tristan came home because he was at his friend's doing online school. He came and he helped me and we broke the couch apart like oh the, the pieces and we got to one corner and he grabbed it and we got it out. But it was just like so ridiculous, the roller coaster yeah. of emotions that I'm going through for this stupid little instance <sighs> that is really not that big of a deal at the end of the day. Like I don't even really care. But it's that just is one just more how, thing. But it's yeah, it's just like an example of how like I I don't feel normal right now. I just do not feel normal. I don't know if it's that time of the month, if it's just all the things piled up. But like, and this is day to day for me right now. Oh yeah, there'll be minutes where I feel like I might 
you just want to run away murder the house right and then there's other minutes where i'm like oh this is fine we got this it's oh fine gosh. it's okay yeah. it's like what it what it, what's gonna get you through the day oh and my what, gosh what can you not in not handle i guess i know, I know. you do kind of have to like lower your standards <sighs> a tiny bit to make it through with these it's kids so true. with these kids home all day every day this is like hopefully a temporary thing we hope hopefully. and it's like just a means to an end but you do find yourself having to just yeah like adjust and it's hard and the days are just so hard yeah they're so hard it is I just need the weather to drop a little bit and I need my kids to go back to school oh and then life yep life will be very much adjusted it's so true okay well in this episode (laughs) after our 10 minute rant we are talking about the seven silent killers that lead to divorce yes I found this article on bustle.com. Right. Which I don't really know bustle. I don't either. But I'm I don't know like how reputable it is, but I liked it. I thought there were some good, you know, what is it? Food food for thought? Food for thought. Food yeah. For thought. No, I I definitely liked when it said the silent killers because I do think these different points are silent and they kind of creep in. And if mm. you don't notice them or attend to them early on, they just build up and it really can be threatening for your relationship so I I thought they were good I do too yeah okay I want to kick it off they said so it started off with um, a quote by a doctor Dr. John Gottman and he said the following four traits are if if a couple has the following four traits they're pretty much doomed and headed for divorce okay oh my gosh those are stonewalling sarcasm contempt and criticism. Yes. And on top of that, he says that contempt is the number one cause for divorce. Contempt. Does that now, shock you? Well, define contempt. Yeah, I know. It, it's kind of hard. We were kind of talking about yeah, this one off looked, the mic. I know. We looked it up. What, what, what did it say? I, I think it's like resentment, kind of. Yes. Like you start to kind of harbor um, resentful feelings. Yes. I think it's okay. another word okay. for, for that. Okay. Um, and I think once it, well, it says here, when people start to look at their spouse with contempt or resentment, it colors the lens through which they see, observe and interpret their spouse. Okay. And yes. so they're saying essentially like, that's really hard to come back from. Yeah. Once you kind of make up their mind that, you know, they're ruining your life, all your, all your dreams are gone. Right. The things, hurt. Yes. The hurt. You know? Yes. And that's kind of hard because I've, I mean, have you ever caught yourself with resentful feelings towards George? Um, Be honest. Did I? Probably not. Did I? I can't remember. Did I give you an example? No, I, I have. I mean, I, I feel like there was a point in my life. It was like right after I had my third child where I had quit my job. Same. I was... I was just like drowning, drowning in the diapers and trying to breastfeed, not doing it successfully. And then seeing my husband, like his career is thriving, you know, he's getting promoted, things like that. And there were these feelings of like, why? Why can't it be me? Like I had dreams and it was like that realization of like, is this it? Or right. you know what I the mean? The life altering path of here. Yeah. And not that being a mother is not great. And like, I did want to stay home. I, I made that choice to quit my job. And I knew that I wanted to do that. And I felt good about it. But it was still kind of like a sombering moment to right. like realize to re- that, that I'm not going to be traveling the world and, you know, Fortune 500 and all the things. So you were resenting 
the fact that he had a career yeah. and got that and getting experience to have the success and the success yeah. and you were going to be probably home with the kids. Yeah. And it was during those days where it was just Paw Patrol all day oh, yeah. and like no adult conversation before Marco Polo. Oh, like we're yes. not talking as much during the right. day. And, and trying like, to drag all three of your kids out for yeah. some sort of play date if you could even manage that. I, I know. know. And so for the social know. contact. Yeah. Exactly. Jeez. So I definitely have like felt those. But I think I was like communicating them enough to Jeremy where they didn't like linger. But right. I can definitely see how... Those could be damaging, those oh, thoughts. Yeah, and resentment, we're going to talk more about it in a little yeah. bit, but I definitely think resentment is probably the one of the biggest factors yeah. that they, they these things snowball into such divorce-like matters mm-hmm. because you just don't address them and they build upon each other and it just becomes very So ugly. damaging. Yeah. I know. Okay, well, let's jump into the seven, seven silent killers. Why can't I say that? Yes. Number one is conflict avoidance. Yes. Do you, I mean, I know the answer to this, but you and George, when you're in an argument or a fight, are you, are you one to kind of avoid it or are you addressing things head on? Yeah. No, every time. Depending the subject, but we're more like yellers are yours, unfortunately. (laughs) Like I know that's not like the best way to be, um, you know, to communicate, I should say. Yeah. But we're both kind of assertive, aggressive people when it comes to like our opinions or our thoughts. And so, yeah, if one of us is bugged, like we can get heated for a minute and we address it and then we like let it go pretty quick too. Right. Like yeah. we kind of address it right there. I mean, it's rare that one of us avoids it. I think we kind of go on head on pretty quick. Yeah. Um, But... See, I, I guess, can be really bad about this. Right, right. Like I, and it's funny, as I'm reading through all of these, they're all things I can be really <laughs> bad about. But they're I'm kind like, of, not repetitive, but they all tie into each kind other. Because this can tie into like the stonewalling, which yeah. we'll get into, and things like that. So they kind of like. And it's all me. It's, it's not car- my husband. No, stop. At least okay. I'm self-aware enough to realize that. But no, the conflict avoidance thing, like if I'm, here, here's where I get with that, okay? My husband wants to address things like 10 o'clock at night. Okay? Right, right. After the kids are in bed, after he's like eating dinner, watch the news, whatever he's going to do, he then wants to like fight it out, argue it out at 10 o'clock at night. Right. By that point in the day, when mm-hmm. I've waken up at 530, I've worked, I've dealt with the kids, I'm homeschooling, like all the stuff. I You're don't even want to deal. Yeah, yeah no. you just can't process one more need, no. to be honest. And, and so, like, it is straight up avoidance. Yeah. And it's literally, like, not the silent treatment. I will look him in the eye and say, I love you. I know something's going on right now. I can't deal right now. Right. We yeah, can talk about this that. tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I'm at least being rational about it. But, like, it is straight up avoidance. I'm like, I want to zone out, watch my show, fall asleep. I'm not dealing with this so right now. Is there, Are you ever in the case that you can't sleep when you're in a fight? Like, it, like... Well, you know I don't sleep anyway. Yeah. Like, what's the difference? Well, because, you know, they always used to say, like, don't go to sleep. What is it? Fighting? Angry. Angry. Yeah. But they're liars. Yes. Right. But it's funny because we've talked many times over the years how sometimes it's just easier to go to bed and everything, everything feels a little easier, a little lighter in the morning. It really does, no matter what the issue is. But at the same time, I will admit, I am fired up in my motion and whatever that is like, oh, I have this, this, and this, and I have like my points to make. Yeah. And I know it won't 
punch as hard yeah. in the morning. So sometimes I am like, no, we're hashing this out right now, right now, while I'm fueling and f- and fuming, and I'm I, I got it going, my yeah. momentum, yeah. Because like I literally am like, like I don't want to forget these things I want to <laughs> say, <laughs> but. Everything is a little easier in the morning. Yeah. No, I totally Ah. agree. But I need to be better about this and not avoid, but I straight up avoid. No, but it's hard again when someone needs so much all day, like all your kids, your job, the people, the things, all the things. And then, and of course our husband, oh, excuse me, our husbands deserve that like attention, but then it's just one more person needing something from you. But you know what? Like life survival mode right now. Oh, it is. And I've said this more than one time, like- I just don't have enough to make sure everybody's at 100% right, right. now. I know that sucks, but like, I don't. It's right. just too no, much. That's a good point. It's and too so much. as you two as a team and as adults, you just kind of have to give you each other grace yeah. and like just keep moving right yeah. now. Because it is like, it, this is no time for like a marriage crisis. Oh, oh my no. heavens. No. Oh my gosh. Like there is too much exactly survival mode. We need each other. Let's just hunker down and get this done and like get through these months. Because I know. It is like rough. I and know. so And I, I straight up this is TMI. I straight up said to my husband, there was something we had kind of been talking about. And like I went to bed and then I woke up the next morning and I was like, Honey, I need you to know it was after the the like hellacious day of homeschool I had. Yeah. With like work was crazy and the kid and all of it. And I said to him, We're gonna have this talk, we're gonna have this discussion, but I need it to be after the kids go back to school. Yeah, really. <laughs> like I need to table this because right now because you're not now. seeing clearly like you're not seeing clearly right now <laughs> that's exactly all. like me too like oh I feel gosh. like uh, my emotions and yeah. my, uh, my me and myself like a hundred percent I am not myself right now yeah like I, this has worn me down to like I am something yeah. else right now I know and so I feel like I can't even give you like the the yeah. direction and attention it deserves because I'm just not even in the right headspace. Yeah, a hundred percent. All right, number two, silent killer is invalidating emotions. So, for example, what this means is if your partner says, "Oh, it's cold in here," and you're saying, "No, it's not. It's not cold," yeah. or any little thing, um, it's where you're like discounting them or you're saying the opposite, putting them down. Yes. Um, And funny enough, this was one that my husband told us when we very first got married. He had said to me, please, when we're around other people, don't put me down. Mm -hmm. Because I think we both know couples who are like that. Oh, yeah. They get around other couples and they're like always invalidating their spouse. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. No, it's easy to it's easy to kind of like they become a punching bag and banter about that. But at the same at the end of the day, it just doesn't look that good. Like it never comes off like, oh, that's fun or funny. It's like, oh, and and so Or that's mean. Yeah, yeah. You want your spouse to be like in your corner, like your teammate, like we just said, like you guys are in this together. And so even if I don't know. You want to make someone laugh or if you want to like lighten the mood, don't do it at your spouse's expense, A, but then B, even more so, consider just their feelings, like what they're saying. Right. Even if you don't think it's cold, just be like, oh, well, do you want me to grab you a jacket? Like, you know what I mean? Like, instead of being like, no, it's like 90 degrees out. Why are you cold? That's so dumb. Right. Like, just be like, oh. Yeah, I'm not. But do you want me to grab your jacket? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's just like, why put him down? Like, I don't I and I do see that a lot. Mm-hmm. I totally know what you're talking about. I know. And and I, I, I don't think I do that. But if I'm in a mood with George, I get argumentative. And so then it's like mm-hmm. something he says might just bug me like, no, mm-hmm. whatever. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't think I do that like on a regular. Yeah. yeah. I think especially when like you're in front of other people and you're always correcting them mm-hmm. or you're making them sound stupid or things like or that. Or even at home, I do feel like your kids like yeah. can like pick up on things yeah. like that when they're just kind of like almost it's almost not like a tease but like it's almost like teasing your mom or your spouse or you know your spouse in front of the kiddos their right, mom right. so it's like that what's that doing for I you know. that just looks dumb yeah I know I thought that one was really interesting okay number three the silent killer is unresolved trauma mm-hmm. and I think this one like speaks for itself really right. but this is where you're bringing your old baggage into the relationship and I think we all have it to some degree But what they're saying here is try to resolve those things and don't put it on your on your spouse. And yeah, and I I think we were talking about how this is like definitely early on when you're really getting to know each other and kind of getting to know like right. Um, what's the word? Not your weaknesses, but just kind of your flaws. Yeah, the flaws that come from your experiences in life, and that and you learn from those, and you have to take them and make them a positive. Yeah, and. I think you learn a lot about each other and how to like process and get through those at the beginning. Even if it's not like early on, like say you were cheated on in another relationship, if you like never properly deal with that, are you always the trust always trusting your partner, like doubting him and the trust issue? Yeah. And that is so hard to drag through. Years and years and years of it. So but I think people do it. Oh, or totally. like, or a parent cheated on their other parent. You know, right. what it, divorce. Like, prior, they're hurt from yes. that, and they like put that on their spouse. Right. Like you're gonna do that. To you're me. gonna you're gonna that. hurt me like he did. Yeah. And and you definitely have to process that. Right. Or there's no healthy foundation. Or even like abuse. I could think of that. Yeah. Like not yeah. ever really dealing with it. Like going to the therapy you need and all of that, and then just kind of putting that on your spouse in ways you don't think you're doing but you do and I do think when you find that right partner mm-hmm. which again you're probably all listening to this most of you are probably married so you probably are already there but when you find that right partner I feel like they complete you in a lot of ways and they balance out those yeah. issues and they comfort you and give you confidence in those issues and if they haven't it's definitely a point to like stop and be like okay we need to address this how I need to fix this and how you can help me fix it yeah. and how I can stop and counseling yeah. therapy but then also I mean some of that you can do together yeah on your absolutely own. and if if there are things from your past that you might be ashamed about or like you just haven't brought up with your spouse yet but you know it's affecting your relationship with them yeah like bring it up they love you they chose you for a reason and they'll help you through it right you know what I I mean I totally I totally agree um okay number four is resentment this was the one we were talking about the quote that they said here from a licensed therapist said um unhealed resentments in a relationship can be a death knoll for a breakup so they're saying resentment again is the number one killer to a relationship oh and I I do believe that I mean resentment of like mistakes and hurt or if it's financial resentment maybe they he's yeah like we had talked about made a purchase or bought a car without your permission like Mm -hmm. discussing it or making purchases or or if it is a a affair or trust issue I mean there can definitely resentment is just like a slippery slope. I just it builds Let me give on you each other. Examples. They say it can take many forms. It can be when you're constantly bringing up the past. Uh-huh. So, like in your example, if maybe there was infidelity or like 
emotional cheating. They didn't actually, act, or whatever it might be, right. right? Or they lied to you. They got you in debt, whatever it could be. Whatever like trauma you went through with your spouse and then you decided to stay with them at some point. I've, I've read multiple times that if you keep bringing that up, like if you decide to stay and then you keep holding it against that oh, person, yeah. that's not fair. Uh, right. And it's you know, not. There's it's no not. way to ever move forward. If but they've I had a change of heart, is, obviously. Yes. Right, right. But like that is hard to do. And they of say course. that's a huge way that people show resentment in relationships. The other way is being passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm very well versed in the passive aggressive <laughs> <laughs> comments. <laughs> so horrible. I've even noticed my daughter picking up on it. Really? Like slightly, slightly. But I'm just like, oh, my gosh. So wait, you're you are passive aggressive. With Jeremy. Um, or to anybody. Not yes. even like, well, wait, I shouldn't say passive. Maybe it's more sarcasm. Okay. Like, right. right. Oh, yeah, that's just too heavy for you to pick up. Yes, right, Kate? Yes, like, yes. oh, it's so heavy. Like, I'm just yes, making like yes, sarcastic yes. comments. She, I know. Isn't that funny oh, how they yeah. do like pick it up? Oh, oh they that's totally so funny. do. So, yeah, they say passive aggressive comments, sarcastic things, and snarky comments yes. are all forms of resentment. Oh, interesting. Right? Oh, Sarah, snarky. come on. No, I, I I'm mean, two we, for four now Lauren <laughs> Stop. good lord I can be snarky too oh I can definitely be in a mood so oh gosh. gosh that's interesting okay good to know so they follow it up with saying if you want your marriage to last communication is essential oh, and it is it absolutely is there's no reason you can't well there shouldn't be a reason you can't stop at the end of the day or in the morning mm-hmm. and talk about how you feel because if that's if you can't talk forwardly with your spouse Oh no! What can you do? And if you feel like that is you, like you can't like say your true, you know, your true peace with whatever, um, you guys got to adjust that. Because yeah. every time I see a bad rom com, I am like, communicate, <laughs> tell her how you feel. Don't chase her to the airport at the end. I, I know, know I've said that before, but it's like just if they would have set it up, uh, there was no miscommunication. They wouldn't be in this per- predicament and it's he's marrying so the true. other guy and they have to stop the wedding. You know, so it's true. like just be forward with your thoughts and be- especially your spouse. I mean, yeah. they're they're your partner. They love you. Totally. Totally agree. Those rom-coms. Okay, number five is white lies about money. Not big lies, but white lies. Yeah. That's a big difference there. Yeah. Because I think they're so common. Yes. I do. Yes. And they're silent killers. Well, yeah, I can tend to round down on my purchases. (laughs) He's like, what did you spend? And I'm like, I round down a few dollars. So that could definitely be considered a white lie. I mean, I know it's minor, but like I should be. No, I mean, we've talked about, are you more a spender or is Jeremy more a spender? So I think it's relative, right? Right. Jeremy and I grew up very different. Not very different. I shouldn't say that. Not very differently. I mean, I I came from a family with two children. He came from a family with four children. And so I think we were just able to do a little bit more, go out to eat more. You know, there was just, we were a family of four versus a family of six. So there was not much I like went without. And so what I'm trying to say here is compared to how I grew up, I would say I'm a saver, right? Right. But you're more mild. Probably everybody who knows me in my life, except my family. Right. They would say I'm a spender. Yeah. Interesting. Like Jeremy full on thinks I'm a spender just because how much I go to Target and like, right. I love Target, you know, and Amazon. 
the number two. Oh my killers. gosh, of course. So I don't know. So I I see myself as a saver, but I guess I'm a spender. What about you? No, it, I'm like I'm a spender within like my means. Like I definitely know that I feel like I don't need some of the things I spend my money on. It, online shopping, let's just be honest, it's kind of been the demise of like women because it's so convenient. And before it's like you didn't know what you were missing unless you walked in the mall. It's so true. But now everything is literally at your fingertips and it's shoved in your face by influencers nonstop. And so it is just like, oh, and click, everything's click, a click. deal. Oh, and everything's a deal. And when and it's a 20% deal, want... off with my code. Yes. And I, I mean, I'm easily influenced. Let's be honest sometimes. And so I feel like I keep it reasonable and I always get a sale and it is something I had my mind or eye on before and oh now it's on sale or now it's a lightning deal and I can justify it. Should I scale back? Sometimes I definitely should. Like I don't need my kids don't need 30 t-shirts, but I know they that. might have 30 t-shirts when really they just need 9 10 t-shirts. My kids is my problem area too. Yeah. I will, like I go I through wear... my kids closets I'm like you guys have so many clothes. Yes. And I know some of them are hand-me-downs and then I feel justified to buy new ones and then but then they still have 30 shirts and they don't yes. even get through them all. Yes. And so that is like that's my kids obviously and and I justify it again to my husband. Oh, but it's for the household, it's for the kids. I mean, it's rare and few between that I actually am like buying myself stuff, but it's still money spent. So I know that I could tame it down for sure. So right now, I feel like I'm a little bit too much spendy. Like I said, early on with this quarantine, Mm -hmm. when everything was a deal and I wasn't in the stores and I was just looking online and stuff, I mean... Uh, retail I, therapy I, what and there is some truth to that yeah, there is heck oh my gosh oh you know what i'm queen of i will load my basket up oh, me too. and then i'll just exit out the it site it is like weird it's i do weird. it too it is weird like madewell had this stock sale did you get on the stock uh-uh. sale uh-uh. oh did you hear about it i don't need secret, one more piece of secret clothing. stock sale i am literally thinking the same thing i don't need more pants I but have you're so clicking but i'm you're clicking. clicking oh my gosh yeah these you are, are. Oh, these this is a add the bag add the bag so then i go to my bag and i see my tongue oh that's a lot of money and too much what do I take off and then I'm like no I don't need clothes and I close out and I literally was on there for an hour two hours your life is gone and I am like what is wrong with me I'll do that for like kids clothes too like oh oh H&M's having a sale or something or whatever it is and I'm just like what is wrong with me there's something so satisfying of like clicking clicking oh I got that this is oh this is half off like oh my god oh by the way candles are 11.95 I know did you know how many candles I have I know my you house are right stocked now? for life, but I needed a few, and the false scents are already coming out. So I grabbed a few, and I'm like, "Stop!" I have right way now. too many candles right now. You do. Have you ever told a white lie about money? I want to know. Well, I, as I was thinking about this, I mean, like I said, I do round down sometimes. I really got to be better. Well, about don't that. we all? And then um, also one thing that came to mind is I was super fortunate this spring to go to Disneyland. Actually, a few trips. I know that sounds such like a brat, but I was really lucky. I got to go with two different friends for their birthday weekends. Did not know. I yeah. do not know how I pulled that off with George. Yeah. And so that went, ended up being amazing. But I also say, George, honey, I'm so grateful I can go, but I really want to take the kids this spring. Like I that was that's a priority here, even over right. the friends. And so we ended up making it work, which was like a small miracle. And so when I went on the second trip with my friends, I realized I bought a two day ticket and to upgrade was like a hundred dollars more to one of the lower annual passes. Oh. So I was like, oh my gosh, I should totally upgrade my annual to an annual pass. Why are you whispering? Because I know because you might hear me still. George and um and so because it literally would save me 
$200 when I come back with my kids. Oh, well, that was smart. So I would, I'd spend a hundred bucks and pretty much go for, you know, essentially free, not really, but you know, free when I come back and I would save myself $200 when I come back with the kids. In a so few what's weeks. the problem? So I just like didn't tell George I upgraded it to a pass. Granted, again, I'm saving money. There was no, no mistake in that. But to George, just immediately hearing annual pass, mm-hmm. he's just thinking. He's raging. Weekends, yeah. driving. Money. Money. Churros. Dri- yeah, churro, yeah. churro, churro. All, churro, churro, all yeah. the things. So I just didn't even go there. And then like into COVID a little bit, my sister-in-law was like, so like, how does annual passes work for Disney? And George like eyes me across the room. What? <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's not what it sounds like. No, no. I don't even know actually if we ever sat down and talked about it. I'm like, it's not avoidance. Like, avoidance. I was like, avoidance. Like, <laughs> it's not like that. I'll tell you about it later. And I don't even know if I ever did because I made the right decision yeah, you guys yeah. I did I totally did yeah but it I just was not very forthcoming because I know oh, how it looks so funny. I know how it sounds oh and hot button issue for him it is always Disney. is yeah. because again right comes right back down to the money yeah I, I mean Disney is so that. expensive and and there we go yeah. oh my gosh well I think <laughs> other things that they might be talking about here is like credit cards like you know things you're doing behind your spouse's back remember guys I don't money. have a credit card Remember I, I told I that know. in the, the last in um I know. I can't We do believe. have a um a bank card. No, well no, but we do have a episode kind of on finances. Oh, yeah, a few we do. episodes back. Go check it out. It's yeah, really if you good. haven't listened. So totally. our friend Morgan. I confess that that I do not have a credit card. Yeah, it's so good. To, well, is I don't know. Okay. Yes no. Let's talk about the number six. Yep. This is a big one. Yep. It is called stonewalling. Stonewalling. I, think I don't know if I knew this word. I, yeah, it's such a funny term. Otherwise known as the silent treatment is what I put it as, but stonewall. This is another one I'm very, very good at. Very good. I can be, but it's not my go-to like strategy, but I do do it here it's and there. It's definitely my go-to. Again, like there's a level. This is not avoidance. This is like Sarah has shut down. Yeah. And like... I am ignoring you for two days. I've reached the point where I've just annoyed enough to where I just want you to sit in it. Okay, sit in it. I want you to sit in it and feel it and like feel my annoyance burning in the room. You know what I mean? But it's so not healthy. And every time I come out of it, I'm like, this is so stupid. Wasted time. Yes. Lost time. But here's the thing with the silent treatment. Do you feel yourself like I legitimately do this? What? I legitimately like rage inside my head. Oh, yeah. I'm like Again, scripting you're thinking, things. Yeah, you're getting your scripting. You're like yeah. making your bullet points. Yeah. Ja, 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 ja. No, I am. Like how long has been your longest silent treatment? Maybe two days. Okay. Yeah. 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 Not not much longer than that. But yeah, there's been some points where he was sleeping on the couch. Yeah. I don't no, even remember what over. Well, I know. Isn't that the worst part? Yeah. No, the stonewalling, I just remember because I did like a very brief um, little marriage, marriage prep, prep yeah. before I got married with this great couple that we love and respect. And I remember they talked about stonewalling. That's like the one thing I can pull out, probably because it's such a weird word. What'd they say about and it? And they were just saying how just don't do it. Like it's not productive. It def- never helps. Talk, communicate, stonewalling is not going to be any, and you do think about like when we make up and we're like laughing, like laughing yeah. together, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so dumb and could have been avoided. This could have been days ago or hours ago or whatever yeah. it might be. So I, I do agree with that. But in the moment when your feelings are raw, yeah. I mean, you just want to feel justified and yeah. you want to feel heard and, and you feel like this is a way to stick it to them. Or you want to hurt them a little bit yeah, when you feel right. so hurt. And that's horrible to say out loud, but it's so true. Right, right. I mean, or I will be honest, like they have 
the, the line in here. Stonewalling is when they emotionally or mentally close themselves off from their partner due to being physiological. Physi- physiologically flooded or agitated to the point where they cannot discuss the issue respectfully. And I totally agree with that. I do too. There's a point where I just get so like next level, like I just don't want to deal with it Mm -hmm. again. So I don't know. And then when you wait, and then the problem with the silent treatment is like, Who's going to break the ice? Yes, totally. Who's you know? going who's gonna to humble themselves yes. and come crawling back first? I, I know. How, how I feel. Of course it's not. They're being the bigger person, let's be real. I, but I, I am so prideful when I'm mad and I it's I, so I get hard. so, my pride gets the best of me and I'm like, I'm not backing yeah. down. No, yeah. I'm not. I know. You better come groveling back to me. With flowers. Yep. With flowers. I'm kidding. But and thanks, a Diet Coke. Yeah. Thankfully, I, I can like count on my hands the number of times that's happened. Yeah. Thank goodness. And I do feel like as I'm getting older, we're n- I'm not doing that as much. Good, I'm like yeah. getting more mature in right. how I argue. Right. Yes. And how I. And that's totally true. You know right. what I mean? Uh-huh. Like some things just don't require the silent. Like, for example, very first time it happened in our marriage, legit fresh off the honeymoon. Oh, yeah. Hubs forgot my birthday. That Oh, yes. Literally that. Yep. the day we're coming back from our honeymoon yep. in the airport, I'm like, hmm, it's 2 p.m. He still hasn't acknowledged it's my birthday. Oh, like, snap. Um, yeah. It's 6 p.m. He still hasn't acknowledged oh. it's my birthday. Oh, no. So I can remember the next three days <laughs> Coming in our new house together, I was so mad, so yeah. upset. Oh, of course. Like nothing. I, you know, anyway, and that was a full on, full oh. on. But now I'm like, whatever. Like, I don't even care anymore. You oh, know what I mean? Y- y- yes. Right. I do care, but I'm like, I've let go of that a lot. Well, that's just not his like love language. It's he does not. not use that or see that. No. And so <laughs> he doesn't value like that stuff the same way I do. <laughs> right. Right. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Pick Pick them battles. Choose, yeah, choose the battles. Okay, right. last one. Last silent killer is change, right? And they go on to talk about this, that it happens a lot when people are in their retired age or like when they're empty nesters. And essentially when they've like been so consumed with life and the kids and all of that, and then you find each other like, oh, hey, it's just us and we don't have anything in common anymore. Oh. And I think that happens so much. Oh, probably, yeah, happens probably a lot. I think it And does. I do think that's heartbreaking because even though like you're identified as mom and everything, we've talked about this so much before, but you are a spouse and a, a wife and a lover and a best yeah. friend and all those things. And you have to like, you do, I really do believe as like life evolves, you either grow together or you grow apart. Oh, There's just totally. obviously one way or the other. Yeah. And it's like, you have to choose like here and now, which way are you doing this? Like, are we going to find hobbies together and share our interests and share our, our heartache? Yeah. And, you know, even as like our kids, even right now, we're like kind of both branching into a newer chapter. And it's like, uh, you know, we started a podcast. We have new hobbies. We're our different jobs. And, yeah. you know, and and we're, we're adapting to a, a different chapter and it's like you guys have to groove together and be on the same page with each other because I have seen it happen. Oh, I yeah. have seen couples um, grow apart with 
maybe a new job and it brings in new friends and new priorities almost and right. it shifts and if you don't nip that in the bud right. so fast right. oh man it's it is it's almost impossible to get back it's it like it's scary I think you can do it but the amount of work and sacrifice that yeah. comes in yeah. at that point is is really hard really whereas I think if you make those slow and steady steps mm-hmm. for example like my husband loves UFC, right. UFC oh, yes. fighting. Yeah. Not my favorite thing, but like right. I've kind of gotten into it enough right. where I know the fighters. Mm-hmm. I'll sit down. I'll watch the big fights for him when he has the boys over. I'm cooking. I'm making it a party. Like I support it enough because I know he loves it. Right. right. Same thing with like my TV shows. I We watch my TV yes. shows because yes. I he knows I don't like the things he likes, right? He likes more documentary things right. or whatever. So he watches The Bachelor with me and and yes. the stupid stuff that I like. So I do think it's like those little bitty concessions that you have to make to kind of find commonalities. Right. I do. And I mean, and even if that's, yeah, but my husband has so many hobbies so and many. I don't share really many of them with him. But there is going to be a point where we have a little more time on our hands and we're going to need to find a hobby together. Yeah. And if that's like the hiking or I've thought about like scuba diving lessons or like whatever Mm. it might be, but something that we do together. Mm -hmm. And I love that he has his thing and sometimes I have mine and we like respect that and love that about it. Oh, I think you guys would be great like going to the gym together. You both go go to the gym anyway. Right, right. No, I do think fitness could be like a big avenue for us when the freaking gym's open mm-hmm. but that yeah that we kind of like groove with that we were just talking about that last night actually I mean this could even be as bad as this sounds but change for like even like fitness like oh you know gosh. what I mean with like you know your health and wellness and people being on the same track with each other there too and yeah. being happy and satisfied with how fit you're staying or healthier you're staying or your eating habits and yeah, all those that's things because I man I've been just off the rails and it's easy to get so off track and be different than each other but anyways I yeah I do think fitness would be a really a good, good groove for George and I yeah and I think to like sum it up they they say change is inevitable if both partners aren't changing and moving forward in the same direction it's just not going to work I know and I do think that's true yeah because nine times out of ten they're gonna find people who do share those interests yes and oh you just don't want that I know I know know? right I know it's hot in here no it's okay no it's okay so well also we were going to talk about like any possible deal breakers yes just because divorce I mean we're kind of coming into the chapter of life that it's like we do know people that get divorced now Mm -hmm. I feel like it you know it's just I'm coming up on my 12th anniversary this week and I feel like it's kind of just a stage of life where people either make it or don't Mm -hmm. you know at this point and um yeah and it's and it's hard to see and and I understand it and I understand that things happen sometimes but it, it you know it breaks your heart too I know but I mean is there anything that would ever be a deal breaker for you? I know you did ask me this question. I've thought about it. And I think my answer to that is anything that would land my husband in prison for a significant amount of time. That's a deal breaker. That's a good answer. I like that answer. Be it white collar fraud, any kind of crazy amount of fraud where he's scheming, doing things I don't know about or whatever, affecting my child's future. Oh yeah. Anything like that. Um, obviously like murder, anything he can do where he's convicted by 12 jury members to go serve a sentence in prison, I'm out. Peace. 
Interesting. Yes. I don't know. White collar fraud. I might oh, be able to. I, no. I think it's sketchy. No. I th- I don't know. It goes to the trust thing. And yeah, then you've embarrassed you- me. You've embarrassed my children. Yes, you've embarrassed you've me. You've labeled our children with this. Yeah. Like any of that stuff. No. I'm doing that as a, a, a stance for my children yes, to see. Absolutely. No, you don't stay with a loser like this. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So no, you you do something that crazy where where you're right. literally going to a federal prison. I'm Breaking trust. Oh, absolutely. What no. about cheating? Duh. Uh, yeah, mean. cheating. No, for me, I think... I think cheating is I think my that's deal the breaker. most common. Yeah. I only and, ask because I think it's the most common reason for divorce absolutely. in that regard. And I know it's easier said than done. Like when you're in that position and you're put in that just devastating situation and circumstance, I know it's like easier said than done. You'll do this or that. But I do think that I could not stay with them, mm. with George, I guess, them. It's like, mm. I have a husband and I've said it from day one and he hates to hear it. Wait, you guys have this conversation? Oh, absolutely. No, we talked about <sighs> a handful of different times. And from day one, I've always said, if you cheat on me, I'm gone. Uh-oh. And he gets all fired up because he's like, wait, because he says, I, he does say I could do no wrong. Like he would love me and stay with me through anything. He does say that. Oh. He has said that a few different times. And you and, don't. <laughs> and he is like, it hurts. And so he gets on his little pedestal or like soapbox yeah. about, well, it hurts me that you wouldn't love me through like my mistakes. And I was like, well, it would hurt me if you thought about, you know, cheating on me or any making that kind of mistake. How about you just say I would never, ever do that. Right. And, and instead we kind of get in this like s- stupid, s- yeah, back and forth conversation of like, oh, well, I would love you and forgive you for any mistake. And I'm like, well, I won't. So just don't do that because you're making a conscious choice with your penis and not me. Like you're making that choice. Like understand that now I'm gone. And don't worry, it would devastate me. It would be be beyond break my heart and be the hardest thing in the world to walk away. But I have also like took that stance since from day one. So he would, he knows that. He knows the consequence at hand. Oh, but I think like you know yourself. Yeah, and I I just think like all the things we talked about there'd be so much mistrust there'd be so much doubt there'd be so much heartache and um yeah a- and just questioning resentment that I don't even think it could ever be healthy I don't like, think I'm that that evolved I yeah. really don't think I am I wish I I wish I could say and there are people that have made it happen oh, and made yeah. it work and that's incredible it that is. there's the forgiveness and like the oh, the move like moving the compassion on the, right all of it because but I've also just been like and that's why I get so fired up about it. I'm like, how can you even like want me to justify that horrible of a mistake? Like, no way. Mm-hmm. And and he's just like, oh, um, did I you know you. I actually read a stat the other day that infidelity is ne- infidelity is now more common with the woman over the man. Oh, interesting. Isn't it though? That's it. Uh, I can. I don't know. I kind of can see that. I don't know. Maybe social media plays into that. Yeah. Women be. are more into social media than men. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. know. That's sad. That's crazy. Okay. Well, that was yes. the, the I cannot say that. All these silent killers. The seven silent killers. Okay. That, and that's hopefully, like a ju- like a juicy title. I know. Hopefully like a dateline. We'll never be headed towards that. Right. Road. And I, these are I all good reminders. So. Yes. Because they are the silent ones that that's you just right. don't even recognize. So stop and look at them. That's right. Okay. Let's do our hits and misses. Right. What was your hit for the week? My hit, well, talking about that stupid sugar glider thing, like my just like 
whatever, freak out about the sugar gliders. No, but I did, like I said, recruit Tristan in. He was uh, thankfully like doing online with a friend school and I brought him home. Um, he ran home to help me out and he did actually end up getting the sugar glider. I was really proud of him. I really appreciated it. And as he was doing it, like helping me and we were on like hands and knees, like moving about the couch. It was just funny. I just looked at him and I was like, oh my gosh, he's just like not a little boy anymore. He's <laughs> almost 11 and he just looked so old and yeah. just how he came in. And it was like a weird moment that I just stopped and recognized he just is growing up. And oh. yeah. So in the middle of your crying rage, you're also feeling compassion and well, love Trist- towards your child. <laughs> and and to my one child, who obviously I've talked about, can be can it. be my hardest child. Yeah. But we're like getting tiny breakthroughs here and there. And I can see like him growing up and yeah. things coming along. So I was just grateful for that. And he totally did it. help it, help me. He caught the little thing and everything was like oh, happily ever after. Thank you. Good goodness. job, Tristan. Yeah, thank you. Oh my gosh. What okay. about you? Well, my hit, and this is so silly, but it is so legit, is that Big Brother is back on the air. Thank goodness. Thank Something fun to watch. Goodness, you guys, I'm a huge fan. We're only a week in. Yeah. So if you st- if you want a good show to watch, yeah. it's, it's being done live right now. They're in the house as we speak. I'm a massive fan. And I think I've converted like all of my really close friends. Yes, you have. I'm so excited because it's a three-month-long thing. It's got competitions, there's strategy, it's reality, it's just all the stuff. I well, just Well, and this it. is a fun because it's an all-star season. Yeah. So you have a few favorites coming back yeah. and you kind of know faces. And so I don't know all of them. I'm still newer to the show, but I, it still doesn't like affect the viewing experience. Oh, it's, it's so, so fun. Good. So it's yeah, because so we want to even, we've even talked about doing some mini episodes, kind of like TV mm. talk, like recap stuff, possibly. So like, let us know Pop if culture. you, yeah, you'd be interested in hearing that because yeah. that would be fun. Maybe dropping like a Thursday episode or yeah, something to right. just talk pop culture because we love our TV. We do. We love that stuff. We really do. Okay. What was your miss? My miss has just been poor George. George has been working like a slave in mm-hmm. this heat. I've mentioned we'll before. Tell them what, yeah, yeah. He's in the air conditioning industry. And so this has just been wild and he is just around the clock, just busy. If it's not just like work or job sites, then it's a friend needing help or something or other. It's just been crazy. So mm-hmm. we really feel, I mean, it, thankfully we saw him mostly this weekend, but really before this weekend, it has been almost like two solid weeks of like, just go, 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 so being working out of town equally. So the poor guy, I just, we miss him. Literally, he's our miss because we're just missing him and he's working his tail off. Oh. And it just is hard to do it all on your own. You know? know, we're just, I'm doing bedtime on my own, school, all the different things. And I'm just like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. so, but it's, it's hard, hard to complain when, you know, they're drowning too. And it's I like know. hard to be put that on them, but I know. Um, definitely our miss right uh, now. Well, hopefully it takes a turn I know here soon I hope so okay well my miss was an epic mom fell moment yes like pretty epic so my Kate lost a tooth this week yes um and for some reason she did not put it under her pillow like the first night she lost it Mm -hmm. I don't remember why so it wasn't like fresh on my mind anyway last night she we come across the tooth again. She's like, oh my gosh, mom, I've got to put this for the tooth fairy. I'm like, perfect. Awesome. She's like, what should I do it in? I go get an old ring box of mine. Cute, good. We put yeah. it in the ring box. It's under her pillow, you know, all the stuff. Anyway, so I wake up the next morning to her 
at my bedside, okay? She has not opened it yet. She's like, mom, mom. Okay, you want to do it with me? I'm oh, going to see if the tooth fairy. What so did he, cute. What did the tooth fairy bring me? And literally, it's like slow motion, Lauren. As she's doing it, the inside my brain is like, no. I oh my God. You should have stopped her and like grabbed the box and been like, wait. And like slipped into the bathroom or something. I was not like wipe. Oh, I gotta wipe it off. Oh, her fingerprints are on it. Let's like, open it. Legit had just woken up. Oh, my brain's no. not even firing yeah. yet. Yeah, and I'm literally like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. She opens it and she's like devastated. Oh, she's like, mom, the well, tooth fairy forgot. I've done that. Before and I was too. like, oh shoot. I was like, well. The only thing I could think of was, oh, well, I bet it's just because you didn't lose it that day. So we need to just write a note and we'll put it under your pillow and everything will be fine. Yes. Right. Right. And everything was fine. That that ended up working. It's amazing the things that kids believe. <laughs> it really is true. I'm I like, know. how is she not second guessing this? Oh, right? totally. Right. No, oh. I've, I've made the same mistake and I have kind of gotten some questions and I'm just like rolling with it. I, I know. know. It's uh, I've done the same. Well, I've done the same I mean, thing. us poor moms. We've got the Tooth Fairy, the Elf on the Shelf, the Easter Bunny, Santa. We've got I, so many I, freaking things. Oh, we do. If I if I could be honest, I could do without the Tooth Fairy. That's could like you? just one that's not. I, I don't know. know. It doesn't really register with do me. Do you leave a a bill or a coin or um, something else? A bill. Yeah, I do I, too. I, I when I got fancy, I used to do silver dollars. Ooh. Um, but I'm not prepared enough like that. Anymore. Can I be? 100% honest, yeah. I've actually raided my daughter's wallet. Oh my gosh, totally. To supply the tooth Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> well, and I'm the worst at cash. Me too. So then when it's like a night that it's like, oh crap, we're oh, digging through for some, oh man. It's, I'm like, like, we get creative. Ugh. Oh, totally. That so is funny. so funny. So true. <laughs> All right. Well, here's to hoping that this week is a good one. I hope so. Hang it in there, will moms. be. We will make it a good one, guys. Yes, we are right there with you on the roller coaster. I know a few places are opening up in-person school, um, so hopefully ours will soon. I mean, we obviously want everybody to be healthy and safe, and hopefully everyone out there is feeling good. We're right. feeling good. Oh, yeah, we um, are. And, like, Arizona's numbers specifically are going down. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully where you are, too, you're finding that same. And we we are majorly advocates for um, getting back in person. Yeah. I know you don't share the same opinion, but we're that's hoping okay. that's the case here soon. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, that is the show. We are back every Monday. Um, we try and put out new content every single Monday. So if you enjoyed what you heard here, please take a moment. Go leave us a review and rate the show if you don't mind. Five star only. Oh, really, please. if you don't mind. No. Um, and really, any kind of share you can give us, we would be beyond like Yes. Oh, we grateful. appreciate all of it. We have some really exciting interviews coming up. Yeah, we um, do. We have two or three lined up here in the next few weeks. and. Um, some really just exciting women that we're excited to sit down with. Yeah, we really do. So you can find us on Instagram at the mom boys podcast. That's right. We check it throughout the day. We are on there. You can say hi to us. If you have questions, a lot of questions about our lashes lately. Oh, really? I've, I've probably I been noticed. filtering them, but it's kind of cracking me up. I'm, oh yeah. We so, both. We both have our lash extensions. We, do. we love them both so much. We sacrifice other things yeah. to get the lash extensions. Yeah, they're, they're important to us. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but my point is, if you have a question, we're going to get back to you. So go, go follow us on there and check it out. And with that, we will sign off. Yeah, thanks so much. Be good to each other. All right, bye-bye.